This is Ben from Helmsley, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Woo. Welcome to another episode of Epitome of Stupidity. Yeah. An allegedly metal podcast. Your favorite. No one's favorite anymore. Favorite. This has gone this joke has gone on far too long. <laughs> um in the background, that's Clint's favorite. Helms Lee, their new song Interacted off the upcoming album Noctilula. I am probably pronouncing both of those wrong. Noct- Noctiluca. Noctiluca? Noctiluca. I don't we'll know. find out here shortly. I'm sorry for saying it wrong. Yes, we intend on finding out exactly how it's pronounced very shortly. More on that then. Until then. Now. Brian. There's, he's, he's got to play a word from a sponsor. Oh. Let's do that. Okay. The Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival has arrived. Map Free Stadium, Columbus, Ohio, May 17th through the 19th with Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. System of the Down. Area. Disturbed. Get up, get up. With Bring Me the Horizon. Papa Roach. Ghost, Hailstorm, Lamb of God, The Cult, Andrew Dice Clay, and more. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com for everything. See ya at the temple. What am we listening to? Yes. Me is listening. You're going to be so... Me is listening to. I've been saving this up for you all week. (laughs) I listened to Neurosis. That's what I was listening to. I listened to some Neurosis. Hang on a second. I'm I'm literally going to walk over here and hug him. (laughs) You haven't heard why, though. I don't care. Oh, God. Me hugging Brian through his mic. Oh, so I need some I need some influence for the for the Doom side project. So I figured I'd go there to see what they had going on. You you get you get what I'm I saying. Get what you're saying. The pro- side project isn't really Doom either, but David came up with a term which might already be a thing called New Doom, NU Doom, okay. which that might be what it is. I hope not. But uh, they sing a lot more than I thought they did. Yeah, they uh, they stop screaming. But the songs are so long. Yes, they are, and they're gorgeous. Uh, there's this. Um, like the album Through Silver and Blood is, it's just I can I listen to the newest one, whatever the fuck that was. Oh, okay. Um, Fires within fires. Sure. Something like that. And another so I and I googled like top doom bands to try to hear some of these kind of slowed down riffs and stuff. And the, a band called Saint Vitus came up. You ever heard of them? Yeah. That's yeah, okay. Their newest one, which was like in two thousand three or something, was okay. But I just I just can't get my mind wrapped around these songs and these two minutes worth of just a squealy note or some just drawn out right. drone. Like, I just can't. There's an entire song on one of their albums that's just nothing but noise. I'll St. say Vitus. Vitus, yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't listen to St. Vitus am I, much. am I not artsy enough to, to get the, the meaning or the purpose behind that stuff? Um, other than that, some more ginger. I don't say that every week, but I listen to it pretty much every week. Yeah. And um, I think that's about it. Okay. I'm... I'm just still really happy. You're so excited. You've listened to Neurosis, no matter how you felt about it. <laughs> it was good. It was fine. It's just not, I'm not beaming from 
mind blownness. Not willing to drive to Detroit with me? No. <laughs> I randomly got stuck on Poison the Well early in the week, and that's always a fun... Oh, and Fear Factory, of course. Well, yeah. That's, uh, that was a good call on that. Um, I randomly got stuck on Poison the Well early in the week, and that's always a fun well to dive poisoned into. Poisoned by? Yeah. Uh, and I uh, also went and saw Big Business last week, last Saturday. Got a copy of their new album, which doesn't come out until next month, and can confirm it is fucking awesome. Oh my god! So they're selling it on tour, but they, they're not really Columbus was the first night that they had it, and so now it's leaked. Everyone, go go get it. I bought it, <laughs> and if you go to their shows, buy it. It's fucking worth it. It's good shit. Uh, outside of that, I did me some Call of Luna because they were kind of in the news. It's, they signed with Metal Blade. I hope that means that they're they're putting out a new fucking record. Because that would be cool. They're also announcing tour dates and shit. So Call of Luna will get. You know what? Fuck it. Neurosis will still get post metal band. Of the oh week yeah, because of you. So that's. The, I know Brian. you call it post metal. So that is. There's no doom aspect to that to you other maybe other than maybe oh, the long songs. The, oh. Yeah, there's definitely some doom to it with a just a long drawn out droney type thing. It just. I don't know. It, probably splitting hairs in the end. Yeah. Splitting rear end hairs. Splitting rear end hairs. And then I also listened to some Helms of Lee for some reason or another. You want to do the dial the numbers thing? See if we can't figure out how to pronounce these terms. Who are we gonna Who are we gonna talk to? Ben. Oh, okay. Ring. Look at that. We're like <laughs> every time you hold your three hundred for three hundred. <laughs> it's he answered. We've got Ben from Helmsley on the line. Ben, uh, the first thing we need to know is how badly we are mispronouncing some of your terms. Um, what is the title okay. of the new album? It's Noctiluca. Nailed it. We were close. Yeah, that's yeah. good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh interacted. Yes. Is it is it interacted? It is interacted. All it right. Is. We Tough were acting interacted. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, um I I guess to lead off with the fun stuff, tell us about the new album. Okay. Um well, it's our fifth record, full-length record, and um we recorded it back in October, uh September October. And uh, it's coming out April 20-something or other. And um, Sergeant House is putting that one out. Fourth, thank you. Cool. Um, <laughs> We're here yeah. to help. Yeah, what, 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 I guess what, anything specific you'd like to know about it? Um, what? So you said this is a fifth one. Fifth uh, one, yeah. It, it, compare this one to the first one. Do you feel like you guys have, have, have grown, changed, kind of stuck to the roots? Or what do you got going on? It's pretty consistent for us, you know, it's like, uh, the approach has kind of always been the same, you know, we just, it's, it's very much three people in a room just trying to bang out songs between the three of their different opinions, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just, it's, that's never changed. And, you know, it's not like, I can't, at least when I listen to the previous records and, and this one as well, I don't, I don't see like a real, um, you know, like, oh, they totally changed and, you know, they this is what this is the record where they got into whatever and they switched it up. You know, to me it's it's pretty like we're the same weirdos we were, <laughs> you know, twelve years ago when we started and, and you know, it's I think a big part of that's just that we all three each of the three of us have different tastes and um that is, you know, it's ever changing between the three of us. So it's kinda like, you know, the fact that the other two are there to kind of be the control, it's sort of seems to always find its way back to the similar kind of ratio of heavy uh kind of you know the pissed off sounding stuff and then there's all the like 
noodly kind of a, a more ethereal kind of stuff but but all those all those things keep coming back around so what yeah. uh what kind of are the can you give us the uh the cliff notes there on what the three different sets of influences are well the, i mean you know there's, there's there's plenty of crossover stuff that we all like but i mean you know dana might be on some um you know uh she's really into um oh god what's his name from screaming trees mark lanigan she's like she's she'll go through spells of just listening to the shit out of that and um uh or you know uh posey will be on some weird trap thing for a while you know (laughs) (laughs) it's just like you know and i'll be on some weird uh i don't know what have i been freaking out about lately like this john kale thing or you know it's just like it's just a mishmash and then you know like somebody on the van will put on like like a bluey porch treatments or something and we'll, we'll all be like oh we all like this one <laughs> like, and then uh you know i don't know yeah so it's it's kind of it's a, it's a combination of like sort of the stuff that we all like and the stuff that you know, like somebody will come in with an idea that's just really out of left field compared to what the other two are thinking, but that's how it ends up being a Helmsley song and not just, you know, Hosey's idea or Ben's idea or Dane's idea. And I mean, you say this is a fifth record and you feel like it's all been uh, essentially Helmsley, but if I understand right, there's all some kind of nautical theme, right? Yeah, and that's that's kind of a weird thing. It's like, there is, and it, it kind of, all that nautical kind of stuff sort of, it sort of leaks its way into, like the song titles or the you know the artwork and and all that. But I wouldn't say you know none of the music is written with any sort of nautical theme in mind or like, you know even though the lyrics or any of that, all that stuff kind of happens real off the cuff. I think it's just that, you know, so much of our lives are immersed in that sort of stuff. I'm just really into sailing and Hosey and Dana are super into diving and Hosey worked as a fisherman. And uh, so I think just when the time comes to think of things for aesthetic stuff or, you know, names of songs or records, it's like, those are sort of the themes that are just kind of at the tip of our tongue, I guess. Hosey's actually a marine biologist, isn't she? She is. Yeah. She's in school. She was already working as, um, as a, a sort of a, a non college graduated uh, marine biologist person, but she's on the fast track to blaze through uh, getting her undergrad. She's uh, kind of working on that as we speak. Um, and uh, yeah, she's poised to like really kind of become a, a sort of a trippy liaison between um, <laughs> the uh, tribal stuff. Cause she's Puyallup tribal native. And so she's, she kind of got her start fishing for the tribe and then, um, oh, you know, h- hunting for gooey ducks. And then, uh, you know, now she's kind of more on like the nature conservation side of things, but so she's going to kind of be the go between. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's way fucking it's way, more, way inter- more interesting than we are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn true. <laughs> I feel um, that way too. <laughs> her name alone just beats a Clinton O'Brien all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so the album comes out uh, in April, and then you guys have a tour starting up in May with Earth. Uh, yep. And that, that's that's covering a good bit of ground, right? Yeah, it's like a five-week thing. It's around the States. Um, yeah, totally. It's a bunch of shows. This obviously doesn't sound like your day job. Do you guys ever get 
like some kind of performance anxiety, being that this isn't every day for you? Oh, yeah, every time. I mean, I've been playing in bands since I was 13 and touring since I was 15, and I get freakishly nervous every <laughs> single time. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah, that's, that's just me, though. I think, like, Dane is so funny, man. Dane is, like, in the practice space is when she does her stressing out, and then when it's time to get on stage, she's cool as a cucumber. I don't know what, what that is, but I'm, I'm definitely the other, the opposite way. Yeah, easy, right. Easier to, pl- to play for, harder to play for three than it is for 30 or 300. Or I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah, that must be it. How did you get started playing guitar? Uh, my older brother, uh, he sang in a band called Botch, and when he started playing in bands, playing shows, you know, he's like two and a half years older than me, so course you know i'm trying to hang hang with bro um <laughs> and sort of you know that looks cool i want to do that so i kind of steal his guitar from his room and noodle around and try and learn how to play uh you know hardcore stuff that was kind of the thing we were super obsessed with this band from town called undertow and so i'd like try and learn the undertow songs my brother's acoustic guitar <laughs> Yeah. I think that's that's how it started. Yep. Is he is he in a band? Is he still doing the thing, or did you did you win? And now you're you're touring musician, and he's not an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just busy being a fucking superhero. He's oh. a firefighter. Oh, <laughs> okay. All uh, right. He, yeah. <laughs> no, he actually is though. He it, he still plays in a band called uh, oh. Narrows. Um, it's it's some guys from uh, San Diego and a guy from London and some other seattle guys and yeah narrows is a great band they're they're also kind of a heavy kind of spacey thing um so he's still doing that and and being a paramedic for the fire department and he's got a couple kids and a wife and uh and he's owns two restaurants wow so i mean he's got his hands full i'm i'm just like the one who's like you know Long hair, like still going on tour, you know, still doing it. I, mm-hmm. You know, if we're going <laughs> to, <laughs> it seems like every picture I see of you, you've got a football too. I'm going to guess you're one of those God awful Seahawks fans. Oh, come on. Come on. Wait, where are you guys from again? I'm in Columbus, but has, that has no idea. He's a, he's a Niners fan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh- Boy. And I'm a Packers well, fan, so neither one of us root for the hometown team. Okay. <laughs> well, the Browns are going to be good this year, right? That's Who cares? Nobody cares. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, weird, it's a weird thing. I, I, it's funny. Like, it, I don't know if this is a similar thing that happens in other, in other, uh, you know, schools, other teams. You know, because it's in Seattle. I feel like the the Seahawks thing that went crazy a couple years, a few years back when they were sort of blazingly good for a couple years. It's sort of kind of weirdly grasped the sort of subculture in a weird way. It's like, you know, all your like punk friends that you used to go to shows with who are kind of like, eh, I don't really make out shows too much. You could catch them at the bar on Sunday watching the game. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's where you'd find all your weirdo music friends. It's like, okay, that's what I got to do. And then before you know it, you're obsessed and you bring a football on tour. And <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Some weirdo brings it up on a podcast right. and the rest is history. And yeah. You tie it all together very nicely. <laughs> So, all right, we I I got this one, Clint. Okay, go for it. Name. What is what is with the name? What's it about? What's it mean? Name of the band? Yes. Uh Helmsley is stealing talk for telling everybody on the boat to duck because you're about to turn and you know, things are about to swing over your head. So oh. it's like it's basically that pretty uh non meaningful thing. I think it's just one of the like 
600 name ideas we jotted down when we yeah. were starting the band. Yeah. And yeah. that's the one, you know, at some point it's just close your eyes and, you know, hmm. point on the page and that's the one. Just go with this. Because I'm tired <laughs> yep. of thinking about yeah. it. Yep. Jesus Christ, this be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, very, very creative name, not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, besides your brother and the things that he was doing, what uh, what other influences do you have? Influences, like music stuff? Yes. Oh, man, tons. I mean, I think this kind of goes back to Dave, my brother, because I think tagging along with him and the Botch guys when I was a kid um, really sort of lit a fire under me to kind of you know it's certainly like that's the thing i want to do for the rest of my life you know if i can figure it out and so like you know traveling around with them that's kind of like there's like actually one tour in the summer of 1999 with botch where i was just doing lights and kind of road style and on that tour met uh for the first time all the isis guys wow and the cave-in guys and those ISIS guys ended up you know signing the band i was in harkonnen at the time and so then where that relationship came from and met a bunch of other guys that ended up moving to Seattle and starting a band called minus the bear with the botch guys. And, and so it's kind of like this weird, like just through playing, you know, traveling around with those dudes, just meeting people constantly. And, uh, yeah, I think that just like, I've been lucky to be surrounded by a ton of freakishly talented, inspired individuals. Hey, you know, what's funny. I'm in standing in the alley behind my shop right now. And, Dana James, uh, she works for the coffee shop, just uh, five buildings down. I just saw her walk out and take out the recycling. <laughs> I tried to wave her over. You're winning. Yeah. You're winning. No, she's, she doesn't want to do this. No, actually, she's, pro- she's probably winning. Yeah, actually. Well, she didn't have her base with her yeah. anyways. She could be rambling incoherently into a telephone. <laughs> Easily. Right. <laughs> I mean, as far as your guitar playing goes, who would, uh, hmm. how would you funnel that? It's weird, because I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself like a, a guitar guy. You know, I've never like just sat around and like, you know, beat the death out of scales or anything like that. I just, I'm, I'm a bass player first, I think. And um, so it's kind of like my approach for guitar is pretty not too adventurous. I'm not trying a lot of crazy stuff. Just try to like play this song. So I, I mean, stuff that gets me inspired is stuff like, like Guided by Voices. Just really people playing like, a simple handful of chords and in a way that's just, you know, inspiring, whatever is a thing. So that's, that's the kind of stuff that gets me going. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a, a, whether it be yours or maybe guided by voices or just like a favorite riff that every time you hear it, it gets you going. Oh man. Oh, (laughs) the easiest riff. (laughs) I mean, there's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, you know, there's um, this band, the, the Big Business, uh, Jared from Big Business used yeah. to be in back in the day, and they definitely have songs. Um, uh, what was the band? Carp, K-A-R-P-P, yeah, and uh, the song that comes to mind that's a riff that always gets my blood boiling is, uh, um, I think it's called, oh, it's Lorch Miller or something like that, it's, it's a name, somebody's kind of a trippy person's name but that that riff on that song is just monstrously heavy hmm i, I it's uh, on the album suplex if you ever get a chance yeah i will definitely have to check that out that's, yeah that's so, not something that i've that's a good that's a good uh segue to riff or or lyrics which comes first 
Oh, in, really? in the writing, yeah. Yeah. Everyone is. I'm so surprised. Everyone in their we moms only have is, one where the writing right Hornel because right. The, the story was already. There, I, but I've tried that before, like just to like you know pretend to be like a poet person and just try and write some words that go well together somewhere or another, and then try and uh, uh <laughs> there's Dana again waving her over. She's coming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I, I just I'm not good at it. You know, it's just. It's. I think writing words for me is so much about syllables and how the syllables yeah. uh, fit in with the song, the riff, you know. And then the words are kind of secondary, which is kind of weird, I guess. But so the lyrics are they all written by you then? No, no, not at all. I know no, all, all you guys sing, right? Yeah, they're all written by everybody, and you know, sometimes end up singing lyrics that Hosey wrote or vice versa, and. Or we'll all write lyrics completely separate from each other for different sections of a song, and with no kind of collaboration, it just ends up that way. Uh, it, how? Talk to some people. I'm sorry. He's talking to. Oh, Yelled he's talking to Dana. <laughs> you right now. Podcast. <laughs> she's just. She got really cowery. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she can sing talk if she wants to. Right? That's what that, she's that'll be for. fine. <laughs> hey, how you doing? She can play her bass on the damn phone for all I care. Let's not do that. Just a bass. Brian, you hate your fucking. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> I missed the end of that, but it sounded funny. <laughs> <laughs> Me just being a guitarist, giving shit to a bassist, which you can't join in oh, on because apparently okay, right, you're right. bassist as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, two is two or something. Right. Um, getting back to the new album, do you guys do you feel like you've done anything? You know, ventured out into anything new on this one? Um, I mean, not necessarily intentionally, but I think that the fellow that produced it and recorded the record, Sky Bell, he's kind of a little bit different school of engineer from people we've worked with in the past. Um. And so he did some had some approach things that were a little different that yielded some sort of different result. I did some different parts of the band that that are always there, but um, like just I mean mainly just vocally he just kind of went nuts. It was like once we had the basics tracked, we didn't value on like layering a million guitar performances or anything like that. It, although there was a bit of that, but it was a lot more emphasis on vocals. So there's you know in a given song like. Just a part that I would sing. He did have me, you know, do multiple takes of different octaves of it, different styles, and just really experiment with ways to blend things together. And so vocally, I think it's a little bit more emphasized on this one. Nice. I, uh, that wouldn't have been the expected answer there. That I uh, I wouldn't have expected you to go with vocals on it. Um, <laughs> in and putting these songs together, how do you know? And songs or an album, just the whole thing. How do you know when you're done with a song or an album? Or I think for us, it kind of came down to like planning out the next couple of years with everybody uh, being immersed in school. It was like, well, if we want to release a record and we want to have a chance to tour on it, when would we be able to do that touring? So that dictates, you know, counting backwards the months it takes to make a record, and then that's when we have to record it. So that, you know, dictates. Okay, that's when we have to have the record be written, and so right. sort of like so, so have, time tells you when it's done. Right. It's like okay, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I think if for like a couple, of, like two, three nebulous years, we just chip away at song nebulous. ideas, uh, 
comfortably. And then at some point, it's like we got to figure out how to get to finish things so we can go actively be a band. Huh. That's kind of what takes it. And uh, you say the tour is like five weeks. Do you have anything set up after that? Or is that is the album going to come out? That's like the main support for it. Um, there's going to be something in the fall, but not announced yet, so I can't squawk about it just yet. Um, and then into uh, next year, there's going to be a bunch of uh, outer United States stuff. Ooh. Oh, wow. Outer United, outer United States. States. I like mm-hmm. the, are you going like, to sail there? Change the <laughs> phrasing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Port to port. Port to port. <laughs> um, based on you know how things were, because I mean, when did Helms of Lee start? Um, when Hosey joined the band, I guess was when it actually became Helms of Lee, and that was what, like fall of 2017, Dana? Oh. Does that sound right? Oh, 2007, sorry. I was going to say, that's yeah, a lot. I was going to say, that yeah. was like two years ago. We're you new. put out five. That's We're crazy. New, dude. Yeah. Something's not right here. Yeah. It was right about fall of 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Six or seven. Wow. And in the past 10 plus years, as a, a consistent band, how how would you say the scenery's changed? How How is the scene itself different? This, well, I mean... I guess for us, I mean, we're kind of a, you know, Seattle microcosm for most of the time. So I think about that. Seattle's, you know, it's, a lot has changed in town here. I mean, the same thing has kind of happened all over the place. But, um, you know, it's like a lot of people are getting priced out of town. So a lot of artist types are kind of not here as much as they once were. And a lot of venues that would be able to house real good, um, albeit small, scrappy, uh, you know, underground music stuff, a lot of that infrastructure has kind of been priced out of town. So, um, you know, while there's still like the big venues that have big tours that come through, I think that a lot of the uh, the other stuff has been kind of scared back into people's houses, you know, house shows and that sort of thing. So being a little bit older, I'm a little bit less in tune with a lot of that stuff than I want. Probably not the most oh, yeah. informed person to say like, what's going on in the scene from now compared to then but um and and you know it's kind of weird when we're on tour too because a lot of times we're doing these support tours and it's like we're uh, sort of in somebody else's backyard looking at a little snapshot of people that are there to see that band we're um supporting so i mean it's it's less it's a little different than being like in the scene you know what i mean rather than like it's like just there for that night to do that show and it's but um I mean, I don't know. It's, it doesn't feel like super different from uh, about touring back then to touring now. It's pretty similar. We have more friends now than we did back then. Yeah. So just accumulating from, you know, All those years. for a minute. Yeah. So are, so you guys Witch Ripper fans? Because I believe their whole album is about that problem with Seattle oh, that you're oh, talking about. About what now? Witch Ripper? You, do you know those guys? Witch Ripper, yeah, yeah. Witch Ripper. I know those guys. Their yeah. whole last album, I think, was a, a, a based on that whole thing you're talking about that's going oh, on. Oh, really? Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, yeah we, it's we, real. We talked to them a while back. At the, I didn't even make that connection until <laughs> you just brought it up. I just remember their cover of their album is right. like Seattle burning in the background or something crazy. Oh, um, really? <laughs> that's awesome. When, when you're out there, uh, you know, obviously the amount of... Uh, fans that you have now has to be different than it was back in 2007 does that how's that interaction for you 
Um, it's weird. You know, it, it is different than it was, but it's been a real um, slow and gradual um, thing for us. You know, it's not like we haven't had a situation I think a lot of bands go through where they're like the new band on the scene and they pop and go become this big thing. And then it's like, you know, they're, and it's all different. It's like for us, it's been a very like subtle uh, sort of graduation from, you know, who's a band to like, Oh yeah, I saw that band. And like, you know, by the time it's like, we can actually play a show out of town and there's people that are there to see the band play. And, um, but yeah, I would say it's been a real slow, slow and steady. Are you guys? Are you guys to the point where you know you're signing autographs and stuff? You got enough following where people are, are you know, going crazy to see you after the show and stuff like that? Uh, occasionally, I mean, it's it's. I feel like when that kind of happens, it's sort of like surprising. Like I, <laughs> last time we 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 had a we did a a show opening for Ministry in San Antonio, which is a place we had never played ever before. Nice and and people just went bonkers. It was like it was completely like scene. Like people. And this little sign stuff is not not what we're accustomed to necessarily. That, right uh, I'm sure that was a welcome change of pace, right? Is yeah, sure. It's kind of it's cool to people enjoy what you're doing, especially if they just saw us for the first time. So I was like, it kind of at least we hopefully sounded good that night. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Walk us through a typical day for you. Typical day for me as a touring uh, band. We we all work nine to oh. fives. You don't have to tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, tour is pretty um, is pretty Groundhog Day style. It's like you know, we wake up usually in some Holiday Inn Express somewhere, and <laughs> nice. you know, eat their continental breakfast, and you know, uh, probably hit the road by noon and drive, you know, four or five hours somewhere, and then load in and sit around some stinky venue for the next eight <laughs> hours and somewhere in there a show happens and then somewhere in there repeat yeah, yeah I mean, somewhere in there a show happens mm-hmm. i like it yeah, wash rinse lot, repeat a lot of bad jokes later you know it's like <laughs> time to do it again oh gosh all right um no one has sold touring very well no yeah it, it all sounds pretty awful <laughs> i mean you know on paper it is dude it's yeah. like yeah. It's terrible. I mean, it's it's only it's only rad if you love playing and you like the people you're hanging around with and you don't mind the discomfort of traveling because it is. You know, it's like you're probably not going to get a good night's sleep. You're probably going to eat something that you wish you didn't eat, and you're probably going to like, you know, be sort of uncomfortable at some point. You're going to get sick, and you know, somebody's going to like throw away your magazine. And you're going to get pissed <laughs> off, and then you're going to apologize. And, that happened you know, apparently. Yep. That, that's, I, I I think I just kind of pulled that one out of thin air, something <laughs> like that. But it's like you know, if if you like playing music that much, then it's fun, and you know, and just like traveling is adventure. So if you kind of have an excuse to to do a little adventuring, then that's that's cool too. But yeah. but usually it's you know, Carl's Jr. and like you know some shitty hotel and just like. A lot Carl's of staring <laughs> flat brown middle America. So yeah. It's right. uh well I the um the Earth tour doesn't come through Columbus, but we're hoping with all the other stuff that you've got lined up that you end up coming through here sooner or later. In fall, yeah, in fall. Rad, in right? fall. Yeah. Uh other than that, we're gonna uh we're gonna start to wrap this up. We'll we'll get you through uh 
goofy bit of rapid fire questions before we ask you our actual wrap up question. Okay. Um, go ahead, Brian. All right. So they're all two options. As always, okay. there is a right answer, and we'll let you know if you fail at the end. Okay. And uh, here you go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Toilet paper, under or over? Over. Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Hammett or Hetfield? Uh, what's that? Kirk Hammett or Hetfield? Oh, um, Hammett. Man, that's two weeks in a row someone said Hammett. Um, beer or liquor? Just choose. <laughs> <laughs> According to the games, you, the game rules you do, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll liquor. Coke or Pepsi? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Woods or the ocean? That's I already know what he's going to say to that. Obviously, the ocean. Um, um, are you gonna... How about woods and the ocean? Right. Fact. <laughs> and yeah. fall or spring? Uh, fall. All right. You passed. Football, yeah, it's, it's passing grade. You fell on the hammock question, but everything else you passed. <laughs> it's just it's just the the yarling, you know. <laughs> the, the Hatfield, ooh yeah yeah. Right, 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 right. Just can't get past yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard for me. Um, and then to get you out on our typical trophy question here, uh, you get shipped off to an island. You get to take one album with you. What would that album be, Ben? Oh shit! Oh yeah! Desert Island, one album. I'm the team Stana. She's, uh, so she's standing there. She can answer it too since she's standing there. Yes, we would like her answer as well. <laughs> yeah, they would like your answer as well. Um, and you guys are not on the same island, so you cannot combine these answers. Oh, no one's ever going to yeah, do that. Yeah, we're on different islands. What do you got? <laughs> she said Mark Lanigan field songs. Nice. You I've actually it. been on a hard run of that here lately. That is fucking uncanny. For me, I would probably, it'd probably be uh, physical graffiti. Good call. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with any guest, Clint. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ben. Ben and Dana, even though you're in the background. You don't want to talk to us. We we appreciate your time today. And, uh, you know, again. Uh, Thanks for being flexible on the schedule yes. swap thing. No sweat. No sweat at all. And uh, we, we're we looking forward to the new album. And even if you don't end up coming through Columbus, if you're hearing this and they're coming through your town, go see Helms Lee because why the fuck wouldn't you? <laughs> and get their autograph. And get their autograph. Make it feel like fucking rock stars. Yeah. It's going to be worth like, you know, dozens of pennies. Someday. Dozens of pennies. That's, that's <laughs> dozens of pennies you didn't have before. So that's, that's good business. Well, thanks. thanks for including us, you guys. Absolutely. Good luck on your tour. Good luck with the album. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again, I'm sure. Have a good one. Okay, okay thanks. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun. That was fun. That, uh, the whole time, SpongeBob is playing in my mind. Seattle. It's <laughs> playing in, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? I don't know. I like the I like the nautical stuff. That's good stuff. It, it's it's a. It's I wanted to know what Noctiluca means. It's got to. Why didn't you ask? Well, you know, he it didn't seems like you should have asked this. I don't know. Around about half an hour ago. Here's a test, Ben. What does Noctiluca mean? Message us. Let us know. See okay. if he really listens. 
Or maybe you could just Google it yourself. <laughs> Either way, that was a lot of fun, and uh, we appreciate his time. It, I assume it comes through there that there were some scheduling things on our end that were unforeseen, and we appreciate him being flexible. And we appreciate Stephanie for setting this up for us. Hi, Stephanie. High five to everybody involved, and thank you. Except for us, because we've Except for us, because dropped the ball. Yeah. we're the epitome of stupidity. Yeah. Can you still hear me now? I can still hear you now. Wrong tagline, but it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh because i have my eargasm earplugs and they are still uh it's like the old uh where they discover credit card commercials with the don't leave in? home without it oh i guess american express it was american sure. express i don't leave home without my ear here's, here's the test i didn't wear eargasm earplugs my ears are ringing are your ears ringing my ears are well my ears are always ringing and that's why i bought them right my ears are not ringing badly okay long way of saying Buy Eargasm earplugs because they are good. But use our link. Other than that. Use our link. Other than that. Whatever. Don't. Before the news, we should say that we are drinking mead today. We are. Compliments of Birminghorn. Birminghorn. Oh, man. This stuff is still tasty. So, in the news... Uh, the kiss of our generation, Clint. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking so tired of Slipknot, man. The this dude. Um, but you like their new shit. You just don't like the politics. I that new song's all right, sure. But I mean, I haven't really given a shit for a couple albums now. <laughs> um, the uh, Chris Fane. I'm sure everybody's seen where he's been kicked out of the band and he's suing the band because apparently other people were making more money than he is, and he's not happy about it. He's He's the guy with the big, long, pointy Pinocchio. He's the guy nose. with the big, long nose who bangs on a keg with a baseball bat. I thought that was Clown's job. He does that, too. Okay. There's two of them. <laughs> Clown, the founder, does absolutely nothing but <laughs> business for them. I'm just so tired of them. With the member drama, and I, you know, I guess there's fucking 30 of them, so you're liable to have more fucking drama, but, I, but I'm just so tired of them. In similar news, did you see where the original singer said, no, I will not come back, because Corey was talking about bringing him back, bringing him in to replace this guy. No, I didn't. And uh, he, was, he was one of the originals with the Clown before right. Corey sung, and he said, absolutely not. He was, he's, he's uh, I think he said he does concrete work now, something he can retire from, is that way he's not homeless when the tour's over. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no one in that band is going to be homeless no, when the tour's over, no, but good for you for not wanting to jump into the fucking shithole that is Slipknot fucking just just because it it is what it is right um so yeah he's he's fine having this shitty band that he started way back when he split it's like piss face or something <laughs> what it's called uh, but uh hats off to that guy yeah i i i'm just continually tired of these guys and you know it's just a matter of time before Corey Taylor morphs into Gene Simmons or Paul Stanley or something you know what i guess he would be the Paul St- you know what I, this has gone too far if we're talking this far about Kiss. Let's talk about something else. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, t- this just gets worse as we go down the list here. Ticketmaster. Yeah. What, the only thing guys, worse man. than Slipknot is Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. It's going great. It, did you see this? No, where I just read it just when you gave it to me. The, Metallica's doing another S&M thing. I didn't thing. see any of that. Yeah. They're doing the 20th anniversary S&M thing. I think they're... Um, they're opening a new venue or some shit like that there out in California and doing the 20th anniversary of the, the original um, symphony thing that they did. And, uh, you know, we've talked about that here before. It's it's pretty fucking cool. It's it, There's dumber things out there. It's coming here, right? No. I thought you said it was. No. No. 
it's just a one-off show. Oh. And tickets went on sale, and all of the uh, <laughs> the bots just all the important people bought up all the fucking tickets, and then they immediately popped up on the third-party sites for you know it, some of the prices I saw were like fifteen hundred dollars. That's insane, man. That's bullshit. That that fuck you, Ticketmaster, and whatever the hell it is you've got going on. There's a whole bunch of stories and people posting shit on social uh, about you know they were sitting there for half an hour refreshing their screen waiting on tickets to go on sale and then as soon as tickets did go on sale gone they just yeah it it wouldn't reserve the tickets for them and it's not the way this was supposed to be it's not the way it's supposed to be and uh, kind of surprisingly metallica hasn't said anything about this that i've seen that they they're still tired from the napster (laughs) i was making my way around (laughs) to a napster joke too it's okay if if people rip off their music but it's it's our but it's not okay if they rip off your music, but it's okay to gouge their ticket prices. Right. I mean, I guess... They got their money. Right. right. So they're it, getting paid, so fuck everyone else. I, I know... And you were even supposed to be, get like a pre-sale thing for people in the uh, fan club or whatever, because apparently that's still a thing for them. And even those people got fucked. There's a... I think it's Eric Church who's a country artist who is like... is over the top about this shit, where he... He did. He did something somehow, some way, where he prevented any kind of uh, scalping of his tickets. And he's kind of—he's not leading any charge. He's a—he's a pretty famous country guy, but he is on on top of shit like this and yeah. can't fucking stand it. You Side can't. Note. Oh, he can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. It, it, it would be a—it uh, would be a nice thing to go away. I love that a lot <laughs> of these bands. That's just, that's a good band name. A nice thing to go away. <laughs> Album title. Um. I love that a lot of these bands have kind of moved away from Ticketmaster and are using smaller venues, uh, smaller ticket distributors, distributors, distributors. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's talk about something else. Easy I'm going to drink some more mead. Albums? Albums. Or tours. What oh, is the it? Upcoming album, um... Oh, a new album from Amon Amarth. Yeah. Did you listen to that song? No. It is what um, most people would call insanely heavy i'm not the world's biggest amount marth fan but i will certainly be listening to this uh, you know i've listened to all their other shit why wouldn't i listen to this it, it's called berserker and it's fucking heavy on metal blade records on metal blade coming out may 3rd sorry it's in blue oh, it's hard for me to yeah. read <laughs> i was gonna say it's not even on there it's uh holy shit it's heavy well you 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 had me at swedish and you kept me at metal so and it's viking metal so there's that We'll drink some meat to that. (laughs) God. Okay. So in reviews, uh, you had heard of this band, I guess, beforehand? Sure. Misery Index. Rituals and Power. Uh Rituals of Power is the album. And it's... uh, Am I going first? Yeah. It... Because then I'll go back to back with Zeal and Arter. I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say. It's good. It's it, to use a Clint term. It's good enough. I I felt like I hit play on the first song and it didn't end to the last <laughs> to the last song. But that one big forty five minute song or whatever it was was I mean was pretty good. I uh, I think the term Clint is going to use is generic, um, which doesn't bother me but bothers him. It's I I would describe it as just straightforward heavy metal. And for that. I appreciate it. I, I didn't. I hadn't heard of them before. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to any of their older stuff, or whatever. So fresh off the the boat to this new album, not bad. Yeah, but I'm not offended by the 
one big right. <laughs> <long> song <laughs> at all. I mean, I, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're definitely. I, you know, like I said, I've heard of them, listened to them, and kind of dismissed them before. Uh, they're undeniably heavy uh, from start to finish. It's just wall to wall. The the vocals are kind of obituary esque for me, and they're mixed so far in the front that you can't hear the not very interesting stuff that the guitar is <laughs> right. doing anyways. Yeah, it's, it's not intricate it's at all. Blast beats and all that. I and I mean, I think that's why I relate to this stuff because it's me. That's <laughs> what I do. Not. It it. I mean, for for what it is, it's not bad. Uh, I notated here that New Salem stood out because it had like a a riff that actually stood out, and the kind of chant chorus distanced itself from all the other shit that had gone on. I think that's like right in the middle of the album, but uh, it it all just were you all right with that one big long. 40 minute fucking song with blast beats and guitars mixed too far in the back, which surprises me that you're all right with that. And the vocals so far up front. It just, it doesn't do anything special. It's fine. I'm not going to bag on it, but I would, I'm going to go two for it. I'm never going to come back to it. Two number twos. Yeah. It's it. <laughs> I'm never going to come back to two it. Shits. Yeah. I don't think I will either, but it's fine. If it's, I've, I've if there are bandits you're already into, I'm sure you enjoy it. If not, you're probably thinking like we are with it. If you want something that's just 100 mile an hour, fucking heavy, aggressive vocals from start to finish, <laughs> feel free to turn it on. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be disappointed there. All right, moving along. Come on. All right, fine. Uh, this one I know you didn't actually want any part in because you told me you didn't actually want any part in. You actually no, told and me you knew without asking. It was a double negative because you're not a big Zeal and Arder fan and you hate live albums. Yeah, I would Meanwhile, call Zeal and Arder pretty shitty and live albums even shittier. <laughs> Meanwhile, just to get my Zealand Arter has put out an amazing live album that is. Pro- I don't. Need- Can a live album make my top five? I wouldn't really call him shitty. I got to take that. Back. At the end of the year, I would. That's I, just. It's just not my cup of tea. Anyways, can a, can a live album make my top five at the end of the year? That's your top five. It just might. Dude. A Barney album can make your top five. It it's is your top five. Oh, fucking amazing! Oh my god, it is so good. It, the only way that I can think of to properly. Describe their music is powerful. How many it's, people are there? Is there just two or something? No, no. There's or like a ton. They've got like extra singers because it's so vocal heavy. There's like three. Who's singers. doing the chain sounds live? It's he's got a, an effect set up to uh. his drum kick. Oh, so when he hits the drum, it makes yeah. the chain noise. Yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. It's uh, oh my god, it is so fucking good. I urge you to fucking listen to it. It is. It's not party music. It's not going out and having a good time. What is it? It is powerful. Powerful in what way? In every not spiritual. Way. Sure, it's absolutely spiritual? spiritual. Okay, I don't know. I didn't listen. Absolutely to it. <laughs> fucking spiritual. Do you not, do you not know the the genesis of it? It you've told me, but guess what? You didn't remember. Yeah. It's uh, a, a lot of it is his take on uh, it's like a fictional reality where slaves turn to Satanism to rebel against the Christianity that was forced on them by their masters. Anyways. Right. It's heavy. Uh, it's powerful. It's great fucking music. Listen to it. If I have to give it a shit, it would be something over four. It would be, oh my God, it is so good. That's not a shit, but that's okay. So where do we go from here? This is where you take us out. Really? Yeah, we, we are on We're done? sales. Sure, why not? Do you have any goofiness set up? Yeah. Do you? No. Okay. I don't. I feel like we're forgetting something. Shenanigans. Besides that.
We're on social media. We are on all the social media channels. As long as all of the social media channels are Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We uh, follow us, like us, all those things on there. We will, uh, in turn, more than likely do the same. Helms Lee in the background. We love you. Helms Lee in the background. We have an email. It's eostupidity at gmail.com. That is E-O. Stupidity. We gotta stop giving that out at Gmail. Yeah, it's just nonsense. blowing up. And next week we'll have a new contest for you. And there is a new contest. It's going to be the same as the last contest. Is it? <laughs> I'm tired of thinking about it. It's uh, just going to be it might not be the same as last. Though we're not putting that out there because if Clint wants to be brain lazy, I might come up with something. Okay, you come up with something. Then I can guarantee you the third one will be the same as the first one. Nope, that might be that might change too. <laughs> you might have to draw us a picture and mail it to us to win the third one. That was, I'm not giving any. You know what? Fine. Here's my address. <laughs> it, we are on all the podcast sites. Find us, like us, follow us because do all the same with Helms Lee. We love you and we Bye. want you to. Bye. Even Bye. if you don't listen, Bye-bye. we want Bye. you to download and follow and like and all those things with Helms Lee. Bye. <laughs>